pain. You see your patient writhe in pain. Though you may have the means of granting a semblance of relief, what are the consequences of such a decision? Is impulse carrying you to act upon something shrouded in the unknown? Though a clinician may have the answer to the patient's relief through medication, the intent and understanding surrounding such a decision on the basis of prescribing off-label medication may be blurry. Hello everyone, I'm your host, Milo Golden. Thank you for joining me today on Factors. For new listeners, Factors is an audio resource to explore the many perspectives surrounding pressing bioethics issues through discussion and analysis. Today, we'll be discussing off-label medication, its application, and the ethical concerns regarding the practice's clinical efficacy. The information discussed in today's episode of Factors was derived from the Journal of Oklahoma State Medical Association, International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health, Clinical Pharmacology and Therapeutics, Journal of Pain and Symptom Management, and PLOS One. The off-label use of drugs is widely known as the unapproved use of approved drugs, and it can be perceived as a relatively simple concept. Even though it has been in existence for many years, prescribing and dispensing of drugs in an off-label regimen is still a current issue, triggered especially by unmet clinical needs. Several therapeutic areas require off-label approaches. Therefore, this practice is challenging for prescribing physicians. Meanwhile, the regulatory agencies are making efforts in order to ensure a safe practice. Off-label medication is often associated with the clinical practices regarding rare diseases, oncology, pediatrics, psychiatry, therapeutic areas, and the safety issues that arise. There are several reasons for which off-label practice remains indispensable in the present. Therefore, efforts are made worldwide by the regulatory agencies and governmental bodies to raise awareness and to ensure safe practice, while also encouraging further research. In the United States, the Food and Drug Administration, or FDA, determines the official product labeling for approved or on-label indications, while the use of medications for non-FDA approved indications or in unapproved dosages or forms are considered off-label. One U.S. study of general outpatient practices found that 21% of prescribed medications or an estimated 150 million prescriptions were off-label. Physicians cite the absence of medications intended for a particular indication as being the primary reason for off-label prescribing. However, despite being common, off-label use does not come without concerns. Off-label use has been studied as a potential contributing factor 
to preventable adverse drug events, with the risks for these events increased by 44% with off-label use compared to on-label use. Such findings highlight the importance of reducing indiscriminate or harmful off-label use. Perhaps through research investigating safe and effective medication use, or the development of new drugs and formulations that lead to more available on-label rather than off-label treatments. Especially in application to pediatrics, the use of drugs without a positive assessment of risks and benefits exposes children to potential lack of efficacy, unknown toxicity, and harm. Though off-label medication is neither illegal nor inappropriate, nor experimental in most cases, it is often done in the absence of a thorough analysis of benefits and risks. Notably, appropriate dose selection is often missing. This leads to an incomplete assessment of benefits and risks, potentially overestimating the benefits and understanding consequences. And it's been said that off-label prescription is in fact a clinical trial with only one patient enrolled and an unknown outcome. In application to palliative care, off-label prescribing and palliative care signifies the lack of approved medications intended for symptom control, thus limiting optimal patient care. Palliation is not an attractive market for medication research, as seen with most clinical drug trials being focused on disease treatment rather than symptom management. The difficulty of conducting clinical trials ethically in a fragile population the rapidly fluctuating or deteriorating clinical status creates another barrier to research, leading to fewer clinical advances. Furthermore, the reimbursement of policies based only on approved indications can hinder the delivery of quality palliative care. A better understanding of patterns of off-label medication use in the palliative care setting may help to identify areas that require further research for on-label medication development. Examining off-label medication use in relation to the supporting evidence may also facilitate the expansion of approved indications medicines commonly used for symptom management. Studies in the literature support the importance to assess the safety of off-label prescribing in populations where randomized clinical trials are unlikely to be performed. Monitoring the safety of off-label use of medicines can be done through several methods, including spontaneous reports, observational pharmacoepidemiologic studies, registries, and clinical trials. Any of these approaches could contribute to collecting a significant body of scientific data in order to enhance a safe off-label practice. Such databases were also nationally implemented and consulted with regard to the off-label use. For example, databases from France and Italy contributed to the assessment of adverse events or side effects of drugs associated with off-label use on different populations. 
However, there are concerns that there is an underreporting phenomenon occurring through the national spontaneous reporting systems. Taking all of these facts into account, off-label use cannot be entirely suppressed. Therefore, the regulatory agencies intend to shape this concept into becoming as safe as possible. Off-label practice constitutes as a starting point for future research and directions into marketing certain drug products for new indications, shifting to drug repurposing. The practice of prescribing drugs for off-label uses can promote innovation in clinical practice, but can also be harmful if not supported by evidence. Examining rates and characteristics of off-label uses in specific therapeutic areas, such as pediatrics, psychiatry, and palliative care, and studying predictors of off-label use can shape future regulatory policy and inform clinical guideline recommendations. Future studies can and should explore strategies to implement post-market pharmacovigilance in order to minimize adverse drug reactions and ensure patient safety and optimal health outcomes. But alas, this concludes our case study discussion for today. If you have any interesting topics you would like for me to discuss in the podcast, please contact me through my email, milogolding at outlook.com. I'll tune in with you next Tuesday. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you all have a wonderful week. Until next time.